Hello, and welcome to the CTE Podcast. It is me, Jacob, with Sawyer Evans. Sawyer told me I had to do some kind of like random question to start the podcast. So, Sawyer, first, how are you? Pretty good. How are you? Doing great. If you could have any liquid come out of your belly button, what would it be? Probably just water. You control the flow. Water? Water, man. It's such an accessible liquid. Yeah, but like it provides less awkward situations with people. Uh, you can control it at all times. Oh, yeah. Still water. On and I'm off, not man. Drinking it. That's disgusting. Wow. Bro, I thought you'd be coming up with some crazy stuff. No, nah, man. Water. From the mind of Sawyer Evans, water. You got to think, like, I don't want to eat anything. I don't want to eat or drink anything coming out of my belly button. It's probably just yeah, water. Bro, like, and that'll be it. About like gas. You said liquid. Like fuel, confused. bro. Oh. <laughs> well, in that case, 100%. I was thinking of like liquids you drink. But you in that can case, do anything with it. 100%. Yeah, gas. It took me $80 to fill up my truck. Bro, it's brutal. It's rough out it's here. Bad. It's really Probably bad. it's like 480. Yeah, that's tough, man. It hurts. I, I hate that for you. It hurts. It's like four sixty down here now. Yeah. Speaking of which, your boys back in the Carolinas. Yeah, we're back. No more Tennessee. No more. Ever. Love it. All right. Well, today we are going to start a uh, series where we're going to go over some different positions, um, and we're going to do buys and sells. So we definitely are fantasy football people. I know some people that listen are just NFL guys, and so you can think about this as players that we're looking to break out or perform better this year and then guys that we think are probably going downhill. So we've got four guys that we are going to be buying and then four guys that we are going to be fading or selling. And so we're going to jump right into it. Not going to waste time. Sawyer, who is your first guy? We'll do buys first. Um, before I say this, player – I'm not saying it's a quarterback upgrade. I'm also not saying it's a downgrade because these two quarterbacks that I'm going to be talking about sort of were very similar in play style, but I think one has a better arm. But, you know, okay, I'm just going to start. Hollywood Brown, Marquise Brown, is a guy I'm buying. Um, I've been a fan of him since he was at Oklahoma. He's always been really good. Um Last year he had 91 catches, 100. I'm at 1,008 yards, six touchdowns, a few drops that probably would have added about three or four touchdowns to that. But you know, it happens. But going from Lamar to Kyler is not a downgrade. I think Kyler has a better deep ball than Lamar, without question. Upgrade. And yeah, for a receiver, upgrade. Upgrade. Oh yeah. But I'm taking Lamar out of the two in real life, but. For a receiver, it's an up, it's an upgrade. Yeah, and they were college teammates. They have that connection already. Yeah, Hollywood and Lamar are really close, but I don't know. I, I I've got high hopes for this. You know, D Hop's gonna be out the first six weeks. They got rid of Christian Kirk, who signed a massive contract and just ruined the receiver market. Honestly. But I'm buying Hollywood. What yeah. do you think? No, I like it. I like it a lot. I think 
Colorado has like a track record of producing wide receiver ones in D hop. I think he's got a much better deep ball and that's Hollywood's game. I think the Cardinals have wanted to like open up that deep threat. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a ton of vacated targets just with Kirk, but then you're talking about D hop gone for six games. Is that right? Yeah. For six games, he's going to be a wide receiver one. Like there is mm-hmm. not a scenario. Like they've already got chemistry. I would be shocked if he's not a wide receiver one. But Hollywood is a faster, just just a better Christian Kirk. 100%. Oh, yeah. Like, so, I don't think Christian Kirk could open the top off the defense or take yeah. the top off the defense. Like, But we've seen Hollywood okay. do it. Exactly. With a quarterback, like you said, with a much less accurate deep ball. So, yeah, I'm a uh, big proponent of the Marquise Brown. Not a Lamar hater here. Neither of us are. But oh, no, 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 no. When it comes I to mean, the deep ball and passing, yeah, you got to take Kyler. Which, uh, speaking of which, my uh, first buy is actually the other side of this trade. Um, not directly, but the one who definitely profits from it, and that is one, Rashad Bateman. 22, just finished his rookie year out of Minnesota in college. Um he missed most of the first year, his rookie year, from a pretty bad groin injury. And so, like, I feel like a lot of people have just faded him because of that. Uh, but even, like, coming out, he was a super good prospect. He honestly is just, like, complete. There's not a lot of holes in his game. He's just a good receiver. Uh, but um, even when he came back off of a bad groin injury last year, like, he passed the eye test. He already looked better than Marquise Brown, in my opinion. Um, he can do a lot more. I think he's a more polished route runner than Marquise. And so, again, we're talking about Lamar. We're not Lamar haters. Like, I think Lamar is actually a good quarterback. I don't think his accuracy trouble is quite as bad as people act like. But Rashad Bateman's going to make it easy on him. It's not going to be all about his deep ball accuracy like Brown was. I think Rashad Bateman is going to be able to get open quick. I think he's going to be able to, like, lose people with his route running and honestly just be a target hog. Um, I don't know if you – did you see, like, the interview with Bateman, like, right after they traded Marquise? I mean, he like he was like, trying to be humble about it, but like 100% was like, it's my time. And so that got me fired up, um, especially for the team to trade away their wide receiver one and then not draft a replacement. Like they didn't do the Titans thing and like draft Trey Lana after they trade A.J. Brown. Yeah. Like they didn't even draft a wide receiver this year. They drafted two tight ends. And so they obviously trust the team. Um, I don't understand. I don't really think there's a great argument for that he's not going to be a solid wide receiver, at least go up in production, get you some value. Um, Again, like we think Lamar's not a running back. Like we think he's a good quarterback. Mm -hmm. Um, He does have to compete with Mark Andrews. Like Mark Andrews is the number one wide receiver on that team. 100%. I'll give you that. Uh, But like last year we saw them sustain Mark Andrews as a tight end one. And then for the first half of the year, Hollywood was also wide receiver one. And so, Man, I like it. Um, obviously, it's a run first team. They were still top ten in that last year, and again, they sustained uh, receivers. And so, I'm I'm all in. Probably a little too much on Rashad Bateman, but yeah, I'm pumped to see him this year. Yeah, I'm I'm high on him as well. You know, Andrews is still going to be the main target hawk, but like you said, Hollywood had some wide receiver one weeks. I don't see why Bateman can't. So, and he's only twenty two. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Also, we're talking mainly from a Dynasty fantasy standpoint. If you're not playing Dynasty, I don't know what to tell you. You're missing out, man. 
Such a better game. But, yeah, we're talking NFL careers, dynasty, not just this coming year. But I do like both of those guys for this coming year in dynasty, even in redraft. Honestly, at the cost, too, that's solid. So, who you got next, man? Um, The next guy I want to talk about, I was kind of on the fence about him uh, just because of his situation. But a receiver that I love is Darnell Mooney. Um, I think his price right now, especially in dynasty leagues, is like super, super low if the right guy has him. I mean, some people are going to be high on him and kind of hold on to him. But, you know, I mean, him being with Justin Fields isn't the best situation. You know, they didn't do anything to help build that offense. Um, Velas Jones does not count. Um, You know, I feel like if Fields had more time in the pocket, you could see a lot more from Mooney. I mean, you've seen clips of him being wide open and the ball just sailing over his head. But um, I think if he can get some quarterback play and some offensive line help for that quarterback, he can be a really, really big part of this offense. I mean, there is absolutely no target competition. I mean, Cole Komet, no. Whatsoever. I, I like Cole Komet, but, like, yeah. there's nobody that's going to take targets. I like Mooney. Cole Komet as a real-life tight end, not a fancy Oh, absolutely. End. And it's not like – I mean, they don't have a super, like, pass-catching running back that's going to demand mm-hmm. targets. Like R.I.P. Tariq Cohen. Mm, honestly, man, that hurt. Do you see towards Achilles? Yeah. Yeah, that hurt, bro. Yeah, like, it done. was videoed, too. That, yeah, mm-hmm. like, his career. It's done. Which just sucks. But, yeah, no, I like that one a lot. Do you – uh just for kicks and giggles – um. What do you think his ranking is on keep trade cut? Wide receiver the, ranking. In the 40s. So keep trade cut, if you guys don't know, it's a pretty good tool. It just kind of like it's crowdsourced. And so they can kind of give you rankings for dynasty um, or non-dynasty fantasy football. But Darnell Movie is wide receiver 33. Yeah. And he's the wide receiver one in his offense. Like that's yeah. Even if he doesn't hit, that's insane value. So I like it. Anything Go else get you got to say cheap. about? Seriously, Go get him for cheap. Go grab him. Is what I'm saying. Even though Ben Johnson won't trade him. Nope. Come on. Anyways, man. moving on. All right. Yeah, my uh, my last buy is kind of basic, but I don't care. I'm all about this dude, Michael Pittman Jr. Like stud. If you watched him play last year, he is an alpha, true and true. I don't get why he's still getting hate. Um, I think most people are, like, viewing him better, but he was wide receiver 13 last year. So he was knocking on the door being wide receiver one. And if you do not think that he's going to not – if you think he's not going to get better this year, you're insane. He's being drafted at 48, so wide receiver 18. And, again, he was right on the edge of being a wide receiver one last year, and his situation has only got better. Just like Darnell, he has zero target competition. He's probably going to have Naheem Hines, like literally could be his number two receiver in that offense. It's a zero target competition. And he had a massive QB upgrade. Uh, Matt Ryan is – get out of here, man. Alec Pierce is just a worse Paris Campbell, and Paris Campbell hasn't done anything. But, man, Matt Ryan is so much better than people get him credit for. That is a massive upgrade from Carson Wentz. Um, I – Matty Ice. This is I, I mean, Oh, so good. And, again, like Matty down Ice that hill. He has literally gotten famous for producing wide receiver once. Like, he's probably not somebody that's going to, like, produce more than one, like, keep a bunch of guys, different guys getting wide receiver 
twos and one seasons, but like he made Julio a wide receiver one for years. Calvin Ridley was a stud when he was throwing passes to him. And so I am, I think it's wheels up for Michael Pittman. I don't really see him going down in his ranking. No, I don't either. I don't either at all. It's like Darnell Mooney, but in a good situation. It's like if Darnell Mooney was Drake London and had a decent quarterback. Yeah. Like if like if Darnell Mooney played for the Colts and Michael Pittman played for the Bears. It's like that. Oh. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. <laughs> All <It's> right. Like, <laughs> neither of them have uh, target competition. Similar situations. One has Matt Ryan. Sure. And the other has a running back. Okay, next. We're not, not going anyway, to anyway. this. All right. Was there anybody that else that you liked that you considered doing for this? Clemson didn't think he was a running back. Uh, ouch. Can't argue we, can go, we can go there if you want to no, go there. No, no, no. We don't have to go there. Did you ask if there are other people we considered? Yeah, anybody else you considered? No one that I want to talk about, really. Okay. It was hard for me to pick two. I like I yeah. give it to guys that could like yeah. break out this year. But oh, I got one. Let's let's bring it on over to Denver. Let's talk about Jerry Judy like? for a minute. Mm, Jerry Judy was almost my fade. I don't know, man. I'm serious, man. His he gets open so much more than Cortland does. But I Cortland is more of I feel like Cortland's gonna be the DK and Jerry Judy's gonna be the Tower Blocket. Yeah, and that's what everybody says, honestly. So you basically, my one opinion. week, one of them's going to pop off. The next week, the other. And whatever week, they're not popping off. The other guy's not going to do anything. I think that Jerry Judy would be inferior in that role to KJ Hamler. I think Hamler would be a better locket than Judy would. Bro, I love KJ Hamler. I ain't even going to lie to you. That's what I'm saying, man. And Judy already got – didn't he get injured? I mean, like – he got arrested this year. He got injured on like their first days of mini camp, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. It's I, very, very minor, but still. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I like, I, it would not surprise me if Judy gets a bump, but I think Cortland's the guy you want in that offense. If next year we look up and KJ Hamler took his job, I would not be surprised. But, and mm-hmm. Tim Patrick. There's also, there's just so many mouths to feed. Albert O. Greg Dolchich, it, they might have the best weapons in the NFL. Top, not biggest named, but top to bottom, probably. Seriously, I mean, you who could, could argue best running back duo? What other team? I think there's an argument for best running back duo. It's up there. Chubb and Hunt, it's just hard to beat. But bro, I Melvin went off last year. JT and Naheem Hines, I genuinely think are going to be hard to stop this year. Naheem's a monster, but I think they're actually going to use him right just because there's no other receivers in that offense. Yeah. But what other what other team could compare with weapons? Well, top, exercise. To bottom. top to bottom. Last year, I would have said Dallas. Yeah. But I mean, but they're they dumped Cedric Wilson, who I like. You got CD, half a receiver in Michael Gallup. Amari's gone. Honestly, that running back duo is pretty gross, though. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of teams that 
The Rams. The Rams are freaking loaded. Yeah, the Rams are loaded. I don't like Cameron running backs. Though. I was about to say running backs don't come close to Denver's. Um, Dolphins, mm. low key, but they're still running, running backs. backs. Yeah, it's five deep, but not a good yeah. five. And I mean, I'm I'm not a Mike Kosicki fan personally. It's pretty much just Tyreek and Waddle. Which Will is Fuller's not there anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, tough. I feel like the Raiders could low key. They've got a solid squad. The Jets in a couple of years, though. Mm, yeah. If the if, uh, Zach Wilson's going to hold him back, we're going to talk about that. Soon, I, I but, agree. I agree. But yeah. like, if we're talking Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, Michael Carter's okay. But like, yeah. that's pretty solid. We'll see. Solid. No, we'll see. Uh, Steelers are up there. I don't even think yeah, about Steelers. Are. Steelers yeah. are up there. <sighs> nice. All right. Well, let's move on to our fades. Let's be negative for a little bit. Yeah, what wide fun. receivers are you selling or fading for 2022? Well, I'm going to start. This isn't the order we have, but I'm going to start with one guy that I was saying this before last year, and he proved me right. Do I think this receiver is absolutely amazing? Yes. But he's in Washington. And that sucks. Mm. And that's Terry McLaurin. If he yeah. couldn't demand just all the attention last year, he's not going to do it this year. And I don't know. I just – I don't like Terry McLaurin this year at all. Yeah. For a fantasy standpoint. In real life, I love him. I don't but know what to do. If you have Terry McLaurin in Dynasty, what are you doing right now? I think you find somebody that loves him and you sell. Yeah. As high as you can. But – it's also he's in a weird middle stage where it's like I don't want to sell him for nothing. It, it, it honestly just yeah. depends on what your league you're in, but he's not a bad hold. But me personally, if I have him, I'm selling him. I feel like you have to hold. I mean, at least till a big game or something. Like it does not look good with him drafting John no, Dotson that high, and he's not showing up to. Yeah, um, I forgot he's holding out. He didn't show up today. Or something similar. Yeah, he didn't he's holding show up out today. for a contract. He's going to pull Le'Veon Bell. And I him. read – well, I mean, like, I read something earlier this week that said they're not close on a deal. And so, yeah. like, that's going to st- – I mean, again, you saw how, like, yeah, Le'Veon Bell, his value dropped. Melvin Gordon value dropped as a running back. But still, I don't know. If they don't come close to a deal with Jahan Dotson coming in, Carson Wentz, I mean – Here's why he did it with Michael Pittman. It's almost a sell while you can type thing. Yeah. Because, like, not every fantasy league is going to have 10 super, like, you know, know everything guys. Like, you sell them to a team that's kind of, like, lower. Like, oh, Terry McLaurin, that'd be a good addition. Not really knowing what's going on. Just get them off your hands, if you ask yeah. me. Well, man, like, what did he finish last year? That's the problem is he didn't have a good – He had a bad year. I'm about to look it up. I'm looking as well because I want to see some stuff. Uh, there he is. Bro, he was a wide receiver 25 last year. Yeah, so he was not even a wide receiver two. And he was healthy. So like, all you're year, not right? you're not selling him. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, far. He, I mean he, he might have missed a, miss a couple games. Did miss a game? Yeah. yeah he I, had zero fantasy points against Dallas in a game last year. So you can't sell him high. I think you have to hold him unless you can convince somebody that just doesn't. Going off name alone in 2020. Yeah, that's kind of but, what I'm saying. Like, if you can convince somebody of that, get get rid of them as soon as you yeah, can. Yeah, I 
100%. And he's 26. I mean, he's getting up there. He's not yeah. the rookie anymore. He came into the league old. Yeah, he did. Yeah. No, I, I agree there. I think that's good. I'm going to uh, talk about a similar 26-year-old wide receiver, and I want to get your take on here because I know this is someone you uh, near and dear to your heart. But my fade is Debo Samuel. Okay. And I want to, like, kind of, like, preface this with I'm not saying he's not going to be a solid running or a wide receiver. Uh, I mean, running back, whatever. Um, I I think he's still going to be a stud. I just think his value is so high after last season. And I think the playoffs and watching him play, like, he's super dominant. But yeah. they've already said, like, he does not want to be used as that, as that like, wide back running the ball all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, role and so I think he's dangerous as a receiver but I don't think he's going to be getting you the same amount of fantasy points as he was last year he's going to be easier to stop um, and he's going to have a rookie quarterback and so I I don't know like I love Trey Lance there's some rumors that Trey Lance might not be as good as they think he is it doesn't look like Debo is going to hold out or anything he's probably going to be playing but There's so many mouths to feed in that offense, too, with Kittle, Ayuk, mm-hmm. and Debo with a rookie quarterback. I just think – I mean, like, if it's fan, like Dynasty, yes, Debo's going to be fine. But for 2022, I don't think he's going to return the same value that he did last mm-hmm. year. And so, like, maybe I'm selling just on off-name value. Uh, move down for somebody like a My- Michael Pittman plus, uh, a Hollywood Brown plus, and get off of him before he kind of comes back yeah. down to where he probably should be. I'm on the same page. Like I love Debo to death, and his value will never be higher than it is right now. And like you said, I mean, I would I would go get the best package you can get for him right now, and yeah. just not have to worry about him having a different workload. That'd be somebody else's problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, like yeah. he's still like a top fifteen, top twenty guy. I just don't think he's going to get you the top five year that he had this year. Right. So I'm with you there. We'll see. Who you got next? Um, this one could technically be considered an obvious choice, but for me, it's D Hop, and he's thirty years old. He's got a six-game suspension, and do I still think he has gas left in the tank? One hundred percent. I mean, Bro, I thought you were about to say no. I was about to fight no, no, you no. so hard on that. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, a year and a half, two years ago, people were calling him the best receiver in the NFL. Um, but it's also one of those situations where if you can sell D Hop, get him off your hands. Yeah, like especially if you can sell him for his price, even preseason last year. I don't know. I just if you can get wide receiver one value for D Hop, yeah, sell him. Yeah, and I mean I'm not completely fading him, but I am just because of his age the suspension, and if he was on my roster, I would try to trade him for a decent amount. But if you can't, he's not a bad hold at all. All right, let me test you on that, okay? Keep trade cut. Dynasty rankings. What wide receiver ranking do you think D-Hop is? Well, I wouldn't even know where to start. Just throw some out. I'm going to say 28. 47. See, that's too that's too high. That's me. insane. Bro, l- let me tell you some people above him. Okay, you ready? Chase Claypool. Nope. 
Kadarius Tony. Not a shot. Juju. Nope. Jahan Dotson. Hunter Renfro. George Pickens. Gabe Davis. Christian Watkins or Watson. Brandon Ayuk. Amari Cooper. Now we're kind of getting okay. Keenan Allen. Okay, like I get that yeah. kind of thing, but like we're taking Chris Olave is twenty spots above him. DeAndre again. Last year, people were talking about him as the best receiver in the NFL. Like he's he's thirty, but like we've still seen thirty year olds still produce wide receiver one right. seasons. And I mean, I if anything, like I think the suspension gives him time to get healthy. I think if you can if you can buy D Hop as wide receiver 47, Dude. that might be a league winner because he's going to come back. And I don't think he's going to be a wide receiver one anymore, but he's going to be, a, he's going to be a wide receiver two. Mm-hmm. And so like, I think, yeah, I think you're kind of stuck because like right now he's going to clog your roster for half a season, but when he comes back, yeah. like he's still going to have a role. I think Hollywood's going to be good, but he's still going to have a role. I'm, I'm, I'm only fading if you can get good value for him in a trade. Yeah. And I think and I you agree. should try to do that. Yeah. But if and you I can't, agree. Hold. Yeah. And like, I mean, if this is redraft, I'm not touching D Hop because again, he's going to miss six games, yeah. get, throw in another game in there where like he's probably going to, it's going to take him time to get back. And then he's still like, he's injury prone at this point. He's an mm-hmm. older receiver with a history of strains. And mm-hmm. Kyler and Hollywood are going to have a few games to get their connection really going to. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, I don't think. I think he's probably going to step back into the wide receiver one role, but that's yeah. not guaranteed. And so that's where you're kind of left to it. Because they, I mean, Hollywood could take that from him, but yeah. we'll see, man. No, I think it's a good, I think it's a fade if you're going off of like historical value, but it's a buy if you can get him for the right price. Right. right. I'm with you. All right. Close us out with an interesting one. Could not think of just one. I don't like doing fades. Um, I want to like just pretend everybody's going to have a career season, so I'm not good at picking these out. But if I had to think of a fade, I'm going to go with a receiving core, and I'm going to go with Jets receivers as my fade. This is primarily for 2022, but honestly, like I think it's probably a little bit for like Dynasty as well because mainly I'm talking about Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson. I like both these guys a ton. Like, big fans for both. Elijah Moore tore it up at the end of last season. Garrett Wilson was one of my favorite wide receivers in this class. But Zach Wilson, like, there are very few quarterbacks who can support two wide receiver twos. So, like, two of their receivers can be in the top 24 receivers. I mean, 32 NFL teams. There are very few quarterbacks that can support two of those guys. Like, the elite of the elite are the only people that can support two of those guys. Most, not just keep trade cut, most rankings have Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson as top 24 dynasty receivers. And I like, I mean, there are still people that like Zach Wilson. I think he's fine. I don't think he can support. I don't think he's ever going to be good enough to support those. And I could, I could eat this in a year. You might be laughing at me. He might have his big bounce back year, but like some people believe that the first thing that came out of minicamp was that Zach Wilson is struggling with accuracy. And so if you're going to tell me that he's going to support two wide receiver twos, not one, but two, and they just drafted the best running back in this class, they are going to try to run the ball. Like, they're not in a great division. I don't see them getting in, like, a ton of shootouts. Mm. I really – I don't – I don't know, man. Like, I think one of them has the potential to be a wide receiver two. I don't think either of them really has, like, 
strong wide receiver one potential. And I think people are drafting them believing that like they're going to be this one, two punch. They're honestly similar water. Like, I think they're just going to like hurt each other, but I want to know your thoughts because I know you also love these guys. Uh, I mean, I love both of them as players. I think Garrett Wilson objectively is probably the best receiver in this class. Um, I don't think it will be for fans, really? but yeah, I mean, you dude, take him over Drake. I don't love Drake London's ability to get it open. And I watched a lot of these, and there were a lot of, that shocks me. Highlights in college where he was completely smothered. And yeah, he can get up and make the play, but like NFL is just different. But do, do I think Drake London's going to be a monster? I do. But I think if Garrett Wilson was on the Falcons, we'd be like, crap, he's going to ball. He no, reminds me a lot of Oh, no, I, I totally agree. If Garrett Wilson is anywhere else, Garrett Wilson has the potential to be a wide receiver one. I don't exactly. think either of these guys do. I think Drake and London does. That's I've where seen, I'm at. Like, I've seen plays from Garrett Wilson where he is – the play just starts. All of a sudden, the ball is in the air, and he's 20 yards ahead running. Oh, with the he, has, he is a – like, he's not going to be a bust. I am very Probably. confident. No, he won't. And then he's physical too. Like, that play against Clemson where he jumped over that dude, that's the most impressive catch I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. You remember what I'm talking about? Oh, yes, absolutely. In the I game remember. that they should have won when <laughs> yeah. Justin Ross fumbled, but whatever. Yep. Um, but – I love both of these guys. You know, Elijah Moore was amazing before he got hurt last year. Um, but like you said, you pretty much have to be an elite quarterback to feed two mouths. One of these – I think one of these guys is going to be really good. But one of these guys is going to completely fade away. Yeah. And I'm leaning towards Elijah Moore there. Um, I, just, I, I, I like Garrett know, Wilson more. But I don't know. And then – Who knows? I mean, what do you think – what do you think Garrett Wilson is getting drafted right now? Honestly. And keep trade cut? Yeah. And ADPs. Probably like – I'm going to say like 18 or 19. 15 to 17. Mm-hmm. I think that's – Like, I mean, they're drafting him as a guy that – I mean, he's getting drafted right now over Chris Godwin, Burks and Williams, Terry McLaurin, Devontae Smith, Rashad Bateman, Mike Evans, who's going to go crazy this year, Marquise Brown, Cortland Sutton, Mike Williams. Bro, it, I don't know, man. I think he's. I just. I don't. It's not. It's not that I don't trust these receivers. I think both of them are studs on the on the right team. I think both of them could potentially be wide receiver ones. Zach Wilson is not going to do it. I. I don't think he's going to do it. But maybe the Jets suck and end up with CJ Stroud. Yeah, that'd be a different animal. That would be man. They get a guy. They get CJ Stroud. They get Bryce Young. Imagine CJ Stroud back with Garrett Wilson. Oh. And basically, Chris Olave 2.0 with Elijah Moore. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. That'd be, no, that'd be, um, that'd be wild. Oh, my God. And Between then they draft Jaheim Bell, too. Bryce Young or CJ Stroud? Which one you want? NFL quarterback. I'm a Stroud guy. Me, too. I'll die. Me, too. Bryce He's probably one man. of the most accurate quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life. I don't want the little boys. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to talk about CJ Stroud when it comes to Superflex and stuff. You – uh. You mentioned Jaheim Bell. I did. I know we both love college football. Indeed. Give me a, a breakout for college football next year. Close Jaheim the show. Jaheim Bell. Sticking with it. I'm, Bye, Jaheim Bell. So, if you don't know who Jaheim Bell is, it's basically 
a 6'3", 230-pound Debo Samuel. Um, didn't get the usage last year that you should have, but we also had some freaking – we had a grad assistant playing quarterback for half the year. And then a transfer – quarterback situation was bad. We were about to have the best quarterback situation South Carolina has seen since Dylan Thompson. Arguably the best situation uh, we've ever seen. He's no Connor Shaw, but he's he's up there. He's no Connor Shaw, but he might be better than Connor Shaw. His ceiling is higher than Connor Shaw. Connor Shaw was a winner, but I think Rattler objectively might be better. Rattler's we'll a see. loser. That's not true. Lost his job. Okay. <laughs> no, I like Rattler. I'm kidding. Anyways, um, so Jaheim Bell last year had 30 catches, 497 yards, five touchdowns. Had, had a little bit of injury trouble. Man was you know. ready. That was a <laughs> yeah. But he broke out in the bowl game against North Carolina. Five catches, 159 yards, two touchdowns, outrunning DBs like it's nothing. Dude's a monster. He's a freak athlete. Is he Kyle Pitts? No, there is no Kyle Pitts. But could he be a similar type prospect? Kyle Pitts vibes? Kyle Pitts vibes, yes. Like, I'm thinking if Kyle Pitts was a little worse and got taken in between 35 and – in between 25 and 35, that's Jaheim Bell. Yeah. You think he'll play tight end NFL? I think he'll play like a hybrid role, honestly. Like a move tight end. Kind of like a Gusecki, but better. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. But well, I'm I huge on him. He's a I mismatch. see what he does with Rattler. Nobody can cover. Could be dangerous. Nobody can guard him. So call your shot. I like it. Call my shot right now. I like He's it. He's gonna have a thousand yards. We'll see. I am gonna go with a guy that I did not know before this offseason, but looking at the situation, looking at film, Tyler Harrell did not even know his name before two, three months ago. Do you know who I'm talking about? Um, I've heard the name 100%. Have you seen all this stuff with Nick Saban and like the transfer portal? Like, you see that where he was like trying to, yes, he is the guy from Louisville that like, they're saying Nick Saban broke some rules, like trying to convince him to leave, like, like Alabama needs to convince wide receivers to leave, but go look up his film. Man is a freak. He's got burners. He has that kind of mentality. They just lost Jamison Williams. If you watch the film, he didn't do too much at Louisville, but obviously if there was tampering, Saban wants him. Yeah. I'm just remember the name, Tyler Harrell. He's we'll a monster. see how it goes. We'll see how it goes next year. But anything else you want to say before we close this out? I got nothing, man. I think we covered everything we had. Sounds good. Well, always a pleasure. Hope you enjoyed. Thank you for listening. Uh, keep a radar up because this week we're going to drop a, a pretty unique podcast a little later in the week. We're going to do some keep trade cuts using random players. And so if you're interested in that, keep an eye out. It should drop Friday. We will see you guys then.